and welcome back to The Rigged Recap, the official Drag Detective podcast, where I am joined by my co-host for this entire season, Kayla Says. Hi, I'm so excited to be joining you for season 16. I'm really excited you're here because that means I don't have to hunt down a bunch of other guests <laughs> and when they flake, sit there and think about, okay, well, who can I pull in instead? This will be really easy peasy. You just have me. It's it's me, you, two rotted cunts who don't do drag. Me, talking you, about and drag. Noodles. And Noodles is and probably Noodles. The, yeah. She's probably the best of us at drag. I feel like she would do the best on, like, a stage. She's a diva. She is. She is. She will have her opinions heard. You will hear them. Yes. That's for sure. Um, it's been a while since I've done this. Um, my life has been consumed by Drag Duel, but I'm excited to, like, Drag Duel's about to end, and then it's going to be season 16, so it's kind of crazy. I feel like season 15 ended not that long ago. It was not that long ago that I was in a club in Hell's Kitchen watching Sasha Colby get crowned, and now here we are for another round of tomfoolery. I'm so excited. The best finale in Drag Race history. I'm just going to say it still. I lived. I lived. It was great. And now we have 14 new queens. Um, I've been saying like gender neutral terms in drag duel. And I wish I could say that here because I wish there was kings or gender nonconforming drag performers. But no, 14 queens. Queens. Queens down. All queens. But we love them. (laughs) Yes. And I'm excited about this cast. I have to be honest. Season 15's cast from the jump. I wasn't on board. Like I, I didn't get a thrill. I didn't get an excitement. Besides a couple people. This cast, I'm way more excited about. Yeah, this cast seems really... And I think I texted you about this when it first came out. Like, I get more, like, I don't know, kind of, like, punky, almost, like, DIY vibes than I do, like, season 15, which is super kind of polished and MTV-ready. And I think that makes for better TV. So I'm excited to see how that goes. It feels like a lot of these performers are not at the peak of their career yet. And I feel like we're going to see, like, them change and evolve a bit throughout the season so i'm excited yeah it's giving me like season two season three energy like early season energy i haven't felt that in a long time so i'm hyped i'm ready for some like some cunts you know what i mean like i want (laughs) like i want i don't want i don't want rupaul's best friend race i want people being nasty i want people being competitive that's what i want to see from this season yeah, well, and I feel like after season 15, which was pretty cunty, like, especially with people like Lux and Mistress who were causing havoc left and right, I feel like they definitely got hate, but it wasn't like we've seen in the past. So I feel like maybe some of these queens coming in can be like, hmm, I can get away with more than I think a past couple seasons got away with. Yeah, I'm here for the chaos. I just, that's that's just me. That's what I want for my reality TV. So here's to hoping. Did you know any of these queens before the season started? Uh, so you know what? I usually know a couple of them, but this cast, I wasn't too familiar. I knew, um, Megami. Hey, Megami, if you're listening. Uh, Megami is a fan of <laughs> the YouTube circle, so she knows Love us. Love Megami. Love Megami, so I was familiar with her. And I think that's it. There's a couple of New York City queens, um, who I, I unfortunately have not been as familiar with, um, but I'm, you know, I'm always rooting for Team New York. What about you? Did you know anybody? I knew Tsunami Muse, and I knew, I think that's it. Because I remember reading the the cast list when they left to film, and I was like, I don't know these bitches. And that makes me excited, because going in, like, I feel like if you know half the cast, you already have these, like, preconceived ideas of, like, what their drag might be and, like, how they might do. But I don't know these people at all, so it is a huge, 
question mark for me how this is going to go. Yeah, and I felt that way with season 14, too. I feel I felt like 14, I didn't know a lot of queens. Uh, 13 and 15, I did. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a different kind of viewing experience when you go into it and you don't know somebody's drag, so that'll be cool. Well, and this is my first main season since I started watching this show that I will be watching Unspoiled. Oh, you went in Unspoiled. Okay. Yep, because I, I feel like, you know, I was... I hit my fatigue, my draggers fatigue, um, yeah. and I watched UK5, and I was like, oh, let's see the spoilers. And I was like, you know what, let's just try watching a season without knowing anything, and um, I fucking loved UK5, so I'm like, let's try this. Maybe that was what was, like, having me not be into the show as much as, like, if I already know it's going to go on, it takes away a little bit of the, like, drama of watching it. Yeah, no, I, uh, first of all, I loved UK5. Um, Ginger Johnson, my bitch. Uh, I'm a, I always, like, even if I don't actively seek out the spoilers, I feel like they just always naturally end up in my vicinity. Um, I've pretty much done every Drag Race season since I started watching live, uh, spoiled. Um, however, I do have, like, the memory of a goldfish, so I have probably seen the spoilers out there, but I probably couldn't tell you off the top of my head, like, who the top four is, so that's a, that's a, I'm going into it somewhat unspoiled because I don't remember anything, uh, that anybody tells me ever, so... (laughs) <laughs> Agreed. Well, and I'm not on social media anymore that much, like, barely ever. So I feel like that's, like, helping me not, like, see a random tweet where someone's like, oh, the top four is da 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 And I've heard yeah. people who have, like, oh, I know the inside scoop on who the top four is. I've had two people tell me it, and they gave me two completely different top fours. So I don't believe either of them, to be honest. Who knows? That's that's how I felt with Dragula. Dragula, because, like, there are no, there is no master T list. It's just literally hearsay. And so yeah. I was almost getting anxiety, like, going into Dragula because I was like, I don't know anything. And I made predictions, and they were all incorrect. <laughs> Basically, everyone who I thought would be at the end is gone now. Jarvis fucking Hammer. No, literally, my top three was Onyx, Jarvis, and Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Bye. I don't know anything. I need to shut up Shut up with my no-knowledge drag mouth anyway. <laughs> right now, I think um, Fantasia is the one in my top three that is still there. Oh, and I think I might have had Orgotic. I don't remember. I definitely had Jarvis. Like, they were my winner pick. So now it got exciting because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. R.I.P. Jarvis Hammer one time. So going into season 16, after kind of a rough... We had a rough All-Stars 8. Season 15, I think, was well-received, but it wasn't seen as, like, an all-timer. Like, I don't think we've had an all-timer since season 12. Yeah. What are things that you want to see on this season? After watching 15, what do you want to see improved for season 16? Oh, okay. So, I think we're already coming in with an advantage in the sense that we're not going to have, like the real friends of WeHo bullshit. I think they learned their lesson. So I guess the biggest improvement that I think we're automatically going to have because, you know, because they learned their lesson is the pacing. I don't think we're going to get these weird sort of Frankenstein cut down edits. And I think that's going to help a lot in terms of like people getting attached to Queens. I feel like that's going to help a lot more. Um, I think the smaller cast might be helpful as well. Uh, I know, like, last season was 16 queens, which is, like, a huge number and is really difficult to balance, and I think 14 is a really good number, and yeah, I want to just see some, like, raw edginess. I want to see people do things I haven't seen before. I feel like I loved season 15, but it was a lot of stuff that I've seen before, uh, so I feel like I'm hoping 
this batch of queens comes in and they're going to push the envelope and do things that maybe we haven't um, seen on our screens. Yeah, I feel like season 15 is almost like the Goldilocks where like the prior season was too much. The season 14 was like too many twists, too much going on. Season 15 was too safe. It was too just like by the numbers. And I feel like something in between is what really makes a good season. Yeah. I specifically want better and different challenges. I think that is what I'm like craving more than anything. Like if I can write down the episodes on what they what the challenges are going to be and get it mostly right, like that's probably not the best. Right. And I think there are challenges that we haven't seen in a while that like would benefit from a comeback where are the despies bring back the despies from season seven yes the despies like something unique something something different something that allows i think the despies in particular is a challenge that plays to a lot of queen strengths because they can write their own material they can show their personality they can turn a look for the award show like i would love to see something like that i feel like we need less comedy challenges i feel like the last couple seasons have been very comedy heavy but then the cast's aren't super comedy heavy so it's just kind of like you know we haven't had a great snatch game in a while we haven't had a great roast in a while yeah i would love to see more focus and i wanted to see this for a while like more focus on design i think the issue is that like and this is why they include them less uh i think it's a lot of like you know you can't edit a design challenge as thoroughly as you can a comedy challenge like either a look is good or it's not uh and i think that's a big risk that uh, the producers are not always willing to take. Mm-hmm. And they'll just throw Selena's titties in the bottom when she doesn't deserve it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, my mom was so mad about that because my mom uh, enjoyed Miss S titties, as, as did I. As did you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not about that. <laughs> well, and I feel like they they probably have to get the challenges set up way ahead of time because they need things like sets and props and all of these things. So they might not even have the cast finalized before they have the challenges like figured out. But I feel like you should tailor the challenges to the cast in front of you. Like this cast is very fashion. Like there's a lot of kind of fashion queens on this season. Um, So I would expect and hope for more fashion challenges and less comedy challenges. But I mean, I guess we'll have to see. We'll see, and I mean, the last really, you know, notably fashion-heavy season was season seven, and then that was all comedy challenges, so, you know. Diving into this promo, what are your overall, <laughs> what are your overall thoughts, just like, in general? Oh, man, I'm gonna be rotted. I, okay, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate it as much as other people do. Can I get into my conspiracy? And I think this is, like, pretty well supported at this point, so it's not necessarily a conspiracy. I'm sure Uh, we're thinking of the same thing. Go right ahead. I think this was supposed to be much more literal with, like, the war combat theme. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know when they filmed it, but it makes sense because this is an election year. They sometimes like to theme their promos around that. They probably took it as, like, you know... Call to action, ready for war, combat, like, that's what I was imagining, and then global events happened, and they were like, okay, we have to, like, shift away from this now, and I don't hate the end result of what we got, but you can tell that they're, like, especially after how comprehensive season 15's theme was, you can tell that there's something, like, missing here that we just didn't get to see. Yeah, they literally filmed, like, in the middle of an MTV lot. Like, it was very, like, we're in the hallway of MTV. 
Um, I, I, I agree 100%. I think that's exactly what happened. But I think there's just smarter directions to take it in. Like, I feel like you could take it into, like, more fantasy, like, D&D realm. And it wouldn't necessarily be as, like, tone deaf with, like, everything going on right now. I think trying to just go for, like, TV static, like, 2000, like, Y2K, it's just kind of, like, random. Yeah. And also, like, even the, um, the Meet the Queens, like, I know it's part of the promo aesthetic. They're, like, sitting on, like, a stone chair in, like, a a nondescript background. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's bizarre. Yeah, which makes me think this was maybe more like Game of Thronesy, mm. um, which I don't know. It, it's definitely a hybrid of part of what they gave them the prompt. Like they couldn't change the prompt; they were probably already making their costumes. But part of like, here's how we course correct because this now cannot be <laughs> what we originally intended it to be. Dude, the, the person who probably like I could just imagine. The producer who had, like, the visual mood board of how they wanted this to go. And then October 7th happened and they were like, shit, that sucks. <laughs> like, that like that genuinely sucks so bad and I pity that person. Um, I, I understand that, like, you know, they had to pivot and good on them for pivoting. But, yeah, yikes. Yeah, and it's sad because this actually is a really good promo when it comes to the looks. I think these yes. are really strong looks, but I feel like people want, like, a whole experience. It's maybe less about the looks themselves and more about, like, when you look big picture, what are we taking in? And I feel like this promo is not going to be remembered for maybe as well as it should have because it's so wonky with, like, the theming. Yeah, I appreciate it at the very least. I feel like for a while, um, from, like, around, like, season 10 era, they're, like, they're their promo theme was just like neon vomit for a minute. So at least it's not that mm-hmm. uh, because I hated that. So this is di- like, I like kind of like the dark, like green and brown aesthetics. I think that's cool. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's positives to, to take away from it, but I get why like everyone saw it and they were like, mm, not my fave. Yeah. I, I feel like the theme that they were given was like battle ready greens, grays browns blacks and camouflage yeah that's basically all we got which like kind of sounds ugly but i actually like the the theme i think it looks really cool like all of the color palettes that they used yeah i think so it's something that you would expect like not to work i think but like once i saw them all together i was like i see the vision i see Mm -hmm. it i see what y'all were going for yeah do you feel like this is better than (laughs) the season 11 color blocking with giant pieces of makeup promo. Ooh, I think it is better. I, I like it better. Yeah. I think that's what I mean when I say like, yeah, like that was one of the kind of like neon, you know, we're just doing colors. Like the theme is colors. <laughs> <laughs> like, this at least like had more thought in it than that. I feel like. My, my big issue with it is actually, I love the like, um, what would you call, you would know this, you're a producer, the text that like goes along the bottom of a screen. Uh, like the Chiron, like the... Sure, yes. yes. Yeah. I love that. Um, but the giant zoomed in photos of themselves, like, behind them, I feel like is yeah. not a good contrast. Because a lot of these looks are very intricate. So I feel like putting it in front of, like, a, a static background would make it pop and less, like, an assault to the eyes. But just having their giant faces behind them, it's a lot to take in. 
Yeah, I think they, they sort of, like, I would imagine, like, when they had to do this kind of on-the-fly promo redesign, they decided to just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, and maybe, you know, visually, if there's a lot to take in, they'll notice, like, people will notice less that there was supposed to be a different theme here. But yeah, that is not my favorite. <laughs> Definitely not my favorite. <laughs> so overall, I feel like middle of the middle of the pack for promo. It's not the best, yeah. it's not the worst. I agree. Definitely agree. So I guess we should start getting into the queens and their looks and their Meet the Queens videos. As always, we are going to give them an open case, a closed case, or a cold case. So a closed case means it is good, we like it. A cold case means we don't like it. And an open case is like, eh, it's fine. It's in the middle. So the very first queen we're going to break down is Amanda Tory Meeting. Uh, She's 26 from Los Angeles. What are your thoughts overall on what Amanda gave us in the Meet the Queens? Uh, I think she's, she's fun. I love her name. I love like the consistent kind of office branding. Um, I think she won me over because I didn't like what she was wearing. Like I wasn't the biggest fan of what she was wearing. I know we'll get into that. Um, but her personality won me over. I thought she was funny. Uh, and I think the most important thing to do in a meet the Queens promo is be entertaining. And I think she was entertaining. So yeah, I was giving like stars out of five in my notes as we went along because it was a lot to take in. It's like 45 minutes. Um, yeah. And I gave her five stars because I felt like it was like joke after joke, zinger after zinger, bit after bit. Like it was like a lot being thrown at me, but I enjoyed it all. So I feel yeah. like that's what you need to have in a meet the Queens. You want people to remember you. And one way that people can remember you is by laughing. Yeah, she's very charismatic. I also think she looked like, I don't know, maybe it's just this picture specifically, but she reminds me of Anita Wiglet from Down Under. Like, I think she just, they just look alike. But then out of drag, she doesn't look anything like Anita Wiglet. Yeah, it's so wild. But like in drag, I'm like, y'all have a very similar face. It's very funny. Out of drag, (laughs) she looks like Cynthia Kiss out of drag. Oh my God, a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of crazy. So how do you feel about this look? I don't like it uh i wish i did maybe it's just okay i'm looking at it right now on my phone um the shade of green is not my favorite and i feel like it's a lot of like cool ideas but there's no like clear direction uh i don't like the green with the silver and it's also like it's not really reading like combat to me it's reading more like superhero but i do like the headpiece i do like the spikes on the hair i think that's cool I am going to disagree. I like this a lot. I think the flame on the shoe is really cool. I love the boots that, like, attach to the bodysuit. I think the jacket is nice, and it's not overwhelming, so you can still see everything underneath. Um, I like the shoulder pads. I like the hair. Um, It's definitely not, like, my favorite, but I really like this. And I think there's a lot going on, because she has, like, tassels and spikes and straps and (laughs) a lot going on. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I'm not, like, too overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I, you know, drag is art and art is subjective. Um, but I think, yeah. It just, <laughs> That's her way of saying, my- Derek, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's something that, that you will that you will dislike that I will like. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not my favorite. But she's, she's fierce and she won me over in the, in the Meet the Queens. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel like her trajectory might be? Because she is a theater queen. Um, it seems like she has a lot of confidence going in. The thing that made me, like, it was a red flag is that she hates peanut butter. That's, like, an immediate no. 
That's crazy to me. I literally, just before we did this, I was eating chocolate rice cakes smothered in peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I'm a super super picky eater, so, like, peanut butter is one of, like, the, the few foods I actually eat. When I heard that, I was like, girl, what? <laughs> first like, out. What? First out, no, go first, home. First out. Um, I think she, just just based off vibes, because I, I, don't, I don't know what her replacement is. Like, I don't, I'm not deep in the spoiler lore, as we've established. Uh, I think she could go midway. I think she the most important thing, especially with, like, Rue and Michelle judging, is charisma, and I feel like she has a lot of it. So, I think she can be, like, a midway performer. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of comedy challenges earlier in the season usually, and I think that she'll stand out in all of those. I worry for her in like, I don't know, like a dancing challenge maybe. She doesn't give me a someone who's going to like wreck at a cow, serving, cunt. Like she's very just kind of like goofy and theater yeah. kid energy, and that usually doesn't translate unless your name is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Um I I can I can can definitely see the the theater energy radiating. She's giving me, like, 7th or 8th place. Yeah, I I agree with that. I agree with that. So I'm going to give this look, as well as Amanda in general, a closed case. I enjoy it a lot. Closed case. Me as well. Yes. Um, You literally literally were like, this look is garbage. Closed case. (laughs) I'm, like, so nice when it comes... I I, I don't know. This this look is bad, but... (laughs) I like her. I think she's. I think she's funny, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's more important to me at the end of the day. So. Oh yeah. Next up, uh, according to the RuPaul's Drag Race Instagram, is Dawn. How are we feeling about Dawn, Derek? I mean, she just reeks of fan favorite. Like she is that drag queen that every fourteen-year-old girl is obsessed with. They're making stan yes. accounts of as we speak. Yes, she's from Brooklyn. Uh, she's friends with with uh, JK, which I know. And yeah, she's very unique. I got like, when I watched her, her Meet the Queens, I think she seemed very confident and she seemed very like secure in herself and her brand. Uh, she was, she was charismatic. I don't know if she necessarily had like all like these kind of one after another jokes and zingers, but you don't always need that. Um, I think she has a very unique point of view. And yeah, I think she's gonna be a fan favorite for sure. Um, she is from Brooklyn. She's 24, which means she's, Tied for the youngest on the cast. This is a very kind of older <laughs> cast. Like, there's no, like, 20, 21-year-olds. But she said that she came up quick. And I feel like in, like, the Instagram world, that can help. She definitely gives me Instagram baddie energy. Like, she's posting all the pics. I am excited to see more. I have to admit it, this promo is not my favorite. See, okay, we I love this promo. <laughs> well... <laughs> I I would wear this. I love this outfit. <laughs> See, I like a okay. lot of aspects. I like a lot of the aspects, but I think all together, the colors are all so close that unless I'm looking at it like close up, close up, I don't see all the detail. It just kind of gets muddled. That's fair. I like, I don't know. I guess I just sort of, I like her interpretation of the theme. I think she did want to like, it was, it's very her while also like remaining close to the theme i i get like very kind of like sort of like grungy like you know combat vibes uh and i love it and i think it, it definitely says all it needs to say about her uh, oh, yeah. as well as like the horns and the elf ears you're, you're like okay we're living in like brooklyn punk kid fantasy elf land uh and i think it does what it needs to do which is like tell you you know what you need to know about this queen um mm-hmm 
but yeah, I live. I live. I love the pants. Uh, I love like the the bodysuit kind of cutout thing she's got going on. I love the shoes. I want those pants. I want the pants, Derek. I want the pants. <laughs> I feel like you could rock those pants. Thank you. I feel like I could as well. Maybe that's just I'm just I'm just so biased because I'm like I I want those pants on me. <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> see and like with a mandatory meeting i feel like she also had a lot on dawn has a lot on but with amanda i feel like the colors were all contrasting enough that i could see where everything started and ended whereas like a lot of the stuff here is similar colors so it's just there's a lot going on and it feels like there's a lot going on interesting okay well see and so- I, I already know people are gonna be Derek hates dawn fuck Derek, because <laughs> If, any, if anyone on this cast is going to get, like, the Katya fans, like, foaming at the mouth. It's Dawn. It's Dawn. It's, which is weird because you love Willow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people, like, I feel like there's a lot of crossover. Like, I feel like people are comparing her to Willow a lot. So that's interesting. But, yeah, I can totally see that. Like, people are going to, like, be like, Derek hates Dawn. This is the origin of the Derek hates Dawn. We're, we're not getting into them today, but I loved her entrance look. So. Yes. Um, she says she's not very competitive, though. That might, like, come into play. Yeah, I feel like that's maybe just her vibe. Like, she gives, like, I don't know, a Brooklyn kid that, like, you know, hangs out, smokes a lot of weed. Like, <laughs> maybe, like, that's just not an inherently, like, competitive kind of, <laughs> you know, trajectory. But I feel like uh, if we're, you know, doing, like, an imaginary where we're just on vibes where we think she could fall. I feel like she could make, like, a top five. I could see her in the top five. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could see her winning. Maybe because she's so similar to Willow, just, like, by appearance. Although maybe she'll bring something different. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, like, top five vibes. And I feel like she has one of those personalities that Rue really likes. So all you really need to do in Drag Race is have Rue really like you, and you're pretty much set. So uh, I can totally see that. Rooting for her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving her... An open case, because I like aspects of everything that she's, you know, shown. I just, I want to see a little bit more before I'm, like, sold. I am, I'm closed cased. I'm closed cased for Dawn. Um, next up is one of my favorites, Geneva Carr, who said that her name, you remember when everyone was like, Akira Chanel Davenport, um, her name really means, like, Icaria Chanel. And she's right, like, right, right. that's not true. I'm getting the energy with this because she got her name from someone saying, you need a car. And she yeah. thought that they said Geneva car. <laughs> so weird. So random. But like, uh, she seems like very kind of like quirky and adorable. And I feel like that. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that for her. She's 30. She's um, from Mexico, but she's currently living in Texas. And she basically said those are the two influences on her drag, her Latina heritage and big Texas pageant drag. I totally see this. I see that I saw it in her Meet the Queens and her promo. Um, again, I feel like the goal of the Meet the Queens is to convey who you are very strongly. Um, and, you know, if you can do it while nailing the theme of your promo, even better. And I feel like she did a great job with that. Um, I get a little bit of Mistress, who I love, uh, just looking at this. And, yeah, she's great. I, I, I really like this look. Well, you can definitely see that, like, the, the Mistress being really popular and really, like, the probably the main character of season 15 they're like oh we need someone with similar you know things going on because she's also from texas pageant drag you know big personality so i definitely see the comparisons there um and i i fucking love this look yes tell me about this look what do you what do you love about it so it's like it's almost like a tiered cake she has big shoulders she has big 
peplums at the hips, and then it's a mermaid gown at the bottom. And there's gold and camouflage and black latex. And I feel like all of the colors really complement each other. It's really cohesive, and it tells a visual story. Like, my, my eyes, like go down with the look. I feel like this is a hard, if you're gonna go literal camo for something like this, it's a hard concept to nail. And I think she did a great job. I feel like it's not too much camo. It's utilized in the right places. And then I like the black and the gold elements. I think the hair is right. I think her mug is beautiful. I think she has one of the best mugs I've seen. Can we talk about the mug? Because, because. She, she's beat. She is beat. She down. looks stunning. Down. Like, I just, so good. So good. And I love her Meet the Queens. I think she's adorable. I think she's so mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> I feel like I didn't come away feeling like I knew her as well as I knew some other people. Yeah. But I, I was definitely excited. She said she's won a bunch of pageants. She's super competitive. Um, she says which every what every single pageant girl says, which is, I'm more than just a pageant girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, show me. Geneva, show me what you can do. As far as like where like she'll place, I feel like she could be in like the top half. I don't know if she'll win. Um, just because I know like, I don't know, pageant girls, I feel like are always very like hit or miss because you have to see what else they can do. Uh, and this seems like a very, you know, like mistress could do everything. Uh, and I feel like that's a really hard standard for pageant girls to set sometimes or like to meet rather. Um, but I, I feel like she could be, she can make it in the top half. I mean, she looks polished as fuck. Like, she looks great, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like on most casts, I would say top four, but this cast is so stacked, I feel like she, like, top six. I get top six energy from her. Yeah, top six. I'll go, I'll go top six. Um, so she's getting an absolute closed case for me. Closed case for me as well. So up next, we have Hershey Liqueur Jete. Uh, cornbreads, family member, relative. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you feel about Hershey? She's 31 from Los Angeles. Um, and at first when I heard Hershey, I was like, oh, like chocolate, like Hershey chocolate, but she's spelling it different. Okay, that's cool. But she know it's for her, she, which are her pronouns and drag. I live. I'm obsessed, like, with, I'm oh, obsessed okay. with that. I'm sure. I, I love that so much. <laughs> like, that's, I just, you never would have thought about that, but I live. Mm-hmm. Well, and I thought, like, the liqueur could have been, like, oh, like, licorice or something, like, to go with, like, the chocolate. No, that's not it at all, but whatever. Um, she says that she's a 47-year-old woman in drag, and she is a parent of two with her partner. Yeah. Uh, I think she, I, I mean, I remember watching her meet the queens, and she had tons of personality, uh, which was exciting to me. I mean, you can tell, like, she's definitely related to Cornbread. She fucking read Cornbread down in that Meet the Queens. I was like, that's funny as fuck. Um, and yeah, she has a very clear concept of, like, who her drag character is, I think. Uh, which is important if, like, your character is, I think, kind of separate from, like, you out of drag. Um, and I am excited to see what she does. I feel like she could be, like, a real wild card this season. Yeah, to me... I think she's either early out or top four. Like, I don't see her being in between. I see her either, like, kind of not being able to keep up off the bat or slaying the entire thing and being at the end. I think that is a good assessment. I agree with that. It's going to be one or the other. What do you think about this outfit? I'd rather not think about this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Rotted. 
I love the origami headpiece. Yes, yes. The wig and makeup, stunning. Yeah, no, her face looks great, wig looks great. I think it's a little, ba- I don't want to say basic, but like, the it's just, I don't know, it's like a corset with some chains on it, you know what I mean? Like, it's, maybe it just doesn't, like, it doesn't photograph well, because I can see she has this sort of big cape. Um, but it looks a little, like, flat on the actual promo. Like, it doesn't look as dimensional as I think she was probably going for. Yeah. My issue, too, is the, the top that she's wearing, this, what do you call it, a bustier? Um, yes. It looks like it's pleather, but then the bottoms are, like, a PVC, like, black latex kind of thing. So I don't like the, like, contrasting fabric there. It looks a bit odd, especially with the bottom half also being, like, the like um, latex boots, so like I don't know. It, it feels kind of thrown together. I'm not seeing like a whole story going on, and I feel like with how she described her drag, I'm not seeing that here. That's true. Yeah, I yeah she described herself as yeah like an auntie kind of character, and this is like not that. This is more like you know, lipsing outfit, kekka cow kind of thing. And I could tell what you mean. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, about like. Yeah, the way... If you zoom in on it, I actually didn't even see that. Like, it's, like, two separate pieces, and, like, the bottom, like, part of her panties area has, like, buttons on it, and, like, there's kind of a strap that, like, cuts off at a weird place near her cooch (laughs) a little (laughs) bit. So I feel like that could have been, like... Maybe if it was, like, if it had, like, the top, like, texture all the way through, uh, maybe it could have looked a little bit more, like, consistent. You know, how, like, on seasons of, like, late... There's been the, like older queen versus the younger queen narrative. I think this season it should be um, very long drag names versus the single word drag name. Because you have like Hershey LaCour Jeté, Maya Iman LePage, and then you have Dawn, Plasma, Mirage. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. It is really... The the names are interesting this season, for (laughs) sure. I definitely... It will take me a moment to remember... Um, hers and Maya's just because they're so long. Yeah, and there's so many M's too. Like this, mm-hmm. this is a separate thing, but there's so many M names. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm unfortunately gonna give Hershey right now a cold case, but I'm hoping that she will turn that around once the season starts. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go the same cold case for Miss Hershey. Um, up next, we have Megami, who is a absolute delight to chat with. Um, she's so yes. nice. And she is 33 from Brooklyn, New York. We have a lot of Brooklyn girls. Lots of Brooklyn girls. Um, I adore Megami. Also, I know we're going to get into, like, the promo. Everybody, I saw, like, when people, you posted these on your stories and people were voting. So many people gave her a cold case. No. I love this promo look. This is one of my favorites. For the boots alone, but also the rest of it is, like, so good. It's Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. I mean, it's like a Sgt. Pepper's jacket, and then a rogue bodysuit, and then these insane, studded, thigh-high boots. I love the boots. I want the boots. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I want the boots, but also, like, it's so... I feel like it, it fits the it fits the theme, but it's, like, her own unique interpretation of it. I think she is, you know, her body looks great, her face looks great, um, and I, you know, I was familiar with Megami going into it, so I was excited to see her meet the queens, and I think she delivered who she is. She's a cosplay queen, uh, she's really into, like, the geeky side of things, 
Um, and I feel like that, that reads in this look, because it, it looks like a video game character. Um, and I believe it was video game character inspired. I forget mm-hmm. which one. Um, like but Mortal she Kombat. Did, yeah, like Mortal Kombat. Um, and I think she, she did a great job. She nailed it for me. Yeah, I mean, that's what's exciting to me is that she's a cosplayer. She started off just going to, like, conventions and cosplay and then found drag through that. She seems really just genuinely, like, a nice person. Like, a nice, down-to-earth, good person. Um, and it seems like she's really versatile. Or she, she, I mean, it seems like she's, yeah, she's versatile in her drag because she says she could do glamour, she could do horror, she could do camp. She does this cosplay kind of, like, intersection. So I think she is very interesting I'm not sure that her drag will fit the drag race mold. I agree with that. I, I think, I feel like either Rue and Michelle are going to get her or they won't. You know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing too. Like with bigger girls on drag race, they need to fit a certain mold or yes. they get immediately like discarded. Like, ugh, gross drag. I agree, uh, unfortunately, and that sucks because she's fierce. And she's so funny. Like, I follow her on Twitter. She's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's just so, like, she's one of those, like, rude girls who is, like, entirely, like, very self-aware and, like, in the ecosystem. And I feel like it just makes her, like, come off, like, very genuine and, like, down-to-earth and wonderful. But I do agree that, like, because of the way Drag Race is structured, I'm seeing, like... Like she's in my personal like top five, but I I I'm I'm thinking like ma- like midway maybe six yeah. or seven. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. strong Selena S. Titties vibes, not in like her personality or her drag, but like how I think the show might treat her. Yeah, for sure. Which is unfortunate, um, because she's so interesting. Her mug is so interesting. The she's so good. I mean, this wig, the headpiece, everything about this is so stunning but just the fact that the fans i guess aren't necessarily loving it (laughs) based on the the polls both my own and others i've seen i think she might be in trouble which makes me very sad i agree uh i'm hoping she you know i'm a megami fan i'm hoping she can win over like her crowd and that's what a lot of drag race girls do you know they go on and they win they, they, they win the corners of the internet they they find their crowd they find their people and uh I am hoping that for her, and I am giving her a closed case. I love this look. Fuck yeah. Closed case as well. Love Megami. I'm excited. I hope I'm proven wrong. I hope the producers of this program and the fans of this program prove me wrong. Also, Megami, if you're listening to this, okay, so this is, like, a struggle I've had for so long. Um, as a as a fellow, like, thick-thighed and thick-calved human being, uh, there are so many, like, thigh-high boots that, like, I get in my size and then they, like, don't fit in- they don't zip up entirely because I have, like, massive fucking legs. Uh, tell me where you got those goddamn boots because I will go buy a pair and I will buy a pair from whoever is manufacturing them. Uh, anyway, let's talk about- <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, let's talk about our- The PSA for today. The PSA, I'm, I'm a thick bitch and I have problems. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> our next queen, Maya Amon LePage uh, from Miami. How do you feel about Miss Maya? <laughs> um, Explain oh. your faces. Explain them because the people cannot see them. Okay, so first I thought her name- was, like, a play on, like, the word Miami, because she's from Miami, like, Maya Amat, like, Miami Amat, whatever, but no, um, yet again, I'm wrong. I think she got lost in the shuffle a little bit, you know, with 14 queens, not everyone is gonna be, 
like the one that everyone remembers or the one that everyone's talking about. And I think, unfortunately, Maya just didn't stand out as much as some other people in this promo and the Meet the Queens. I agree, um, which is unfortunate because, like, I checked, like, I, you know, I kind of looked at her social media um, after I saw her Meet the Queens and, like, bitch can perform. Like, she can flip, she can do all this crazy shit that I'm very excited to see. Uh, And she reads to me like one of those queens, like, her personality kind of shows more through her performance, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just, like, isn't super readable on, like, a Meet the Queens type of video. Mm -hmm. Um, But I agree, yeah. I feel like it's, we're gonna see, like, like, Maya is going to arrive on Drag Race when she, if she lip syncs for her life, if they do the Lala Peru, something like that. You know, because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem, at least from what we've seen so far, that she doesn't really have a huge, you know, out there personality. And that also usually does not fend well for most people on this program. And, and the look as well, I like the look, um, but it feels a little bit disjointed with the wig and then the rest of it. Because the wig is so pageant, bejeweled, like huge. And then the bottom is like a camo puffer jacket. And I just feel like. The vibe of the bottom half does not fit the vibe of this wig. Yeah, I love the hair. I love the wig. I really do. Uh, I think... I think my issue... Like, I, I don't mind the fit of the outfit. My thing is, like, the print. I feel like the, the camo, like, that she used... Like, it almost looks like cheap cheap screen print. Like, it looks... It doesn't look like legit... Ca- like, I feel like there's other camo looks in this promo that, like, were done better. You know? I don't hate it. It's not, I, I guess it's not, like, my least favorite, um, but I, I totally see what you mean. Like, I wish she kind of went with more of, like, because the hair is giving. The hair is giving, the mug's giving. Uh, I wish the outfit sort of complemented that a little more. Yeah, I, and I think it comes down to camo is just kind of a a goofy print. Um, yeah. So you have to do something like Geneva, where, like, you pair it with other prints that complement it, and this one is like 95% camo like it's camo and then this like latex corset that's latex right pvc something like that yeah it's it's probably yeah it's probably latex i would imagine i don't hate any of the promos this one just doesn't excite me like some other ones did yeah uh and i and i feel like you know when when you do the promos like once you get a promo for dragos you see that image everywhere like that is your image for every booking every poster and like i don't know i wouldn't want to see myself in like all camo you know what i mean like yeah and i know that was the brief that they were given but like yeah it just doesn't it doesn't read much to like to to me about her Uh, i think that sucks Well, and she seems like a really, like, lovely person. Like, she mentioned she's not, she doesn't really get into confrontation. She's just there to have a good time. She's the life of the party. Everyone loves her. And I totally got that energy. I just don't know how well that that will do on Drag Race. Yeah. I could see, I could see, I think, I mean, I don't know. She might be a lip sync assassin just from what I've seen of her, like, performance skills. Like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Maybe, like, I could see her out at, like, I don't know eighth or ninth like around there like that's kind of my vibe i some i have to say this about somebody so i'm sorry it has to be about you maya but i'm getting early out i'm getting early out ah, ha, ha, ha. you said it you threw it out there i know i'm sorry maya and I, I, I want you to prove me wrong but just from what we've seen so far that's the vibe i'm getting so you're giving it a cold case no, I'm giving it a close. No, I'm giving close. It a close. I'm giving it a cold case. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm going to give it an open. 
Because I like, I don't know. I, li- I like the hair. I'm giving it open. <laughs> okay, that's valid. It yeah. is an, it's an amazing wig. That wig is insane. Work. I agree. Um, up next, we have, <laughs> your name should be Michelle Mirage. <laughs> uh, Mirage. Uh, she's 26 from Las Vegas. Again, we had someone from Texas that is very, you know, reminiscent of Mistress. And now we have someone from Vegas who's very reminiscent of Anitra. Yes. It's okay. So, she seems insane, first of all. <laughs> Like, I, like I, I watched her meet the queens, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just, I remember I watched it, and I was like, this is an insane person. This is, this is, a, this is a crazy person who is going to be on my TV soon, um, and I have a lot of thoughts about that. Like, she just, like, I feel like I went to school with bitches like her. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, just, like, just a very unhinged energy, which at least is interesting. Like, oh, yeah. She I seems live. like one of those people who has two shots, and they're looking for an argument. They're begging for yes. one. Yes. Um, that being said, like, I'm excited to see her. I do not like this look. I mean, she said it herself. She put it together in a day. I do not like it. Um, I do not like the shade of green. I do not think it fits the theme. I think it, it reads very, like, I'm getting, like, like Sweet 16, but, like, I, I don't know. Not, not a high-end Sweet 16. It, I'm just not a fan. Yeah, I have to agree. It's giving, like, rave. It's giving, um, like, New Year's Eve party in Vegas. Yeah. But obviously she had some other idea that fell through because she had to throw this together. So, you know, that's that's something. Um, but she, personality-wise, is one of the people I'm most excited for. Yeah. Because she, like you said, is wild. She said that she, um, she based her drag off of strippers. Um, she's obsessed with strippers. She is very ready to fight. She's very confident. She's very competitive. Um, and I can see all of that. So I feel like she's a mid-out. Because even if she's maybe not giving in some areas, she's going to be giving too good TV for them to get rid of her too soon. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like, she can't, like, I mean, we won't talk about entrances today, but, like, I like she like, came in and her entrance line was, like, shady as fuck. Like, I, like, I, I expect her to give me the drama... Um, I think she's gonna be probably, like, an early to mid-out, I would imagine, um, just based on kind of, like, the looks and, like, her, her vibe, like, I feel like she, like, you know, there's a lot of team challenges early on, and I feel like she might be a little bit of a, of an issue there, um, but I am excited for the chaos. I want the chaos, I feel like she's gonna bring the chaos, I just fucking do not like this look. Yeah, she's giving me a solid ninth place. Yeah, I could see ninth. I can see ninth for sure. Um, I'm going to give her a cold case, um, but I'm excited for more Mirage. Yes, I agree. Cold case. Very excited, though. Next, we have Morphine Love Dion, who is also from Miami, which I like to say, like, um, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, Miami. <laughs> um, I am obsessed with her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. She's everything to me. Um, from I'm the obsessed. jump, from moment one. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Um, the look is so, I think this is pro- one of my favorites. Um, it is so clever because it is like the military theme, but it's like war medals. Like is what the, like it looks like to me. It's, I'm getting Shakira, like I- I'm getting Shakira from her personality. And like, I-, I just, I live, I'm obsessed. Everyone went 
really big with these promos. They threw a lot of shit on, a lot of drag. There weren't a lot of drag. This is very kind of subdued com- in comparison. It's one idea, um, but it's done so well, so flawlessly. Um, she said that she's the Regina George of drag. Um, she called herself the Latina showgirl and that she's a competitive bitch. I am obsessed. I, I know I keep top saying four. that, but like top fucking top four. four the like it's such a good promo. The mug. Can we talk about the mug? Oh, a little attention for the mug, please. Yes, face ma'am. card stamped. Like so good. Um, yeah, she's super fierce. Um, and I'm usually wary of that. Like I'm like sometimes I meet the queens where I'm like, okay, all you're giving me is like you know like you're fierce and you can perform. Like okay, but I feel like she's just so confident and like she sells what she's bringing so well. Uh, I'm so excited for her. Um, she, yeah, top four. She's my personal top four. I want her to slap me in the face. I want her to hit me with her purse. <laughs> yeah, I want her to call me a cunt. Please. Oh, yeah, and, and yes, please. Um, yes. Call me an ugly, fat faggot, and I will literally <laughs> thank you. I'll be like, I love you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm giving her a closed case. I'm so excited for her. Closed case. Also, Morphine from the fucking Lady Gaga video. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> she heard Miss Morphine and she's like, oh, that's serving cunt. She didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. I'm literally obsessed with that. <laughs> um, up next, we have another one I am literally foaming at the mouth to see more of. Nymphia Wind. She's 27 from Taiwan, but she's now living in New York. What the fuck? Winner. 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 Not a hot, not a hot take. Everybody's saying it, so I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. all the of this. Romo. This looks like it costed thousands and thousands of dollars. It looks like she so, dropped ten thousand dollars on this look. So good, so good. She did not have to go that hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the impression that you're making, and on top of that, like she has, like I would imagine, like looking at this look and not seeing the Meet the Queens, like that, you know. Maybe she'd be a little bit more reserved, a little bit more kind of, like, regal. But, like, that's not her at all. She was super funny, super charismatic, seems very, like, confident in herself and her point of view on drag. Um, very kind of, like, worldly. And and I just appreciate everything about it. I live. Mm-hmm. No, she is a goofball. She's a weirdo. And I love it. Um, she's won every competition she's ever been in. But she's not about to fight. I I think so. I she is my my pick to win. Again, that's not a hot take. I think everybody's like, yeah, she's going to win. Um and I can't wait to be at that crowning party because it'll probably be in New York City. So fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, if it's New York City, I'll be there. <laughs> uh yeah, she yeah. Um work closed case. She has a whip. She has a headpiece. She has like oh, <laughs> It's so good. And the and the mug. Can't forget the mug. Oh my gosh. Literally. Yeah. Another one. I want her to take that whip and literally punch me in the face with it. I want her <laughs> to leave welts on my face. And I'll say, oh. thanks, Nymphia. <laughs> oh my god, I agree. I mean, this is, this is mother. She is mother. She is mothering. She is the mother of the cast. Um, I... <laughs> A, a great casting. Thank you, casting department. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fantastic. No Close notes. case. Close Chef's case. Chef's kiss. So we have Plain Jane. 
from Boston, Massachusetts. What do you think of Plain Jane, Derek? <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on Plain Jane. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the Blair St. Clair <laughs> of this season where, like, remember everyone thought Blair St. Clair got arrested, like, on the season for the DUI? <laughs> Uh, oh man she's giving me like very like alexis michelle energy yeah she's okay she i would have thought is like 32 year old woman no she's 24 um that's fucking boston that's that's crazy 24 Mm -hmm. holy she doesn't paint like she's 24 no definitely not but she pissed off the katya fans and that's what that's what you don't want to do whole lot of nerve bitch yeah she she reads nerve to me uh you know it regardless and again i am just we are just judging on the promo and the meet the queen we are not uh getting into anything else because you know twitter is a place where you can make make determinations for yourself uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because no one can discuss any of this uh, in a way that is tactful or uh, helpful or productive. So, anyway, um, I like this promo. <laughs> you know, so I have my notes, and for most things, I have, like, five or six lines for each person. Like, some of them, like, Nymphia, I had, like, ten lines. Um, Plain had four, one of them being where she's from. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get much. I did not get much from that Meet the Queen. Um, I, I feel like she was trying to be really, like, cunty, quippy, um, but it, it just didn't leave really an impression on me. Her personality, like, didn't come through, I don't think. So I'm waiting to see if that changes, but as of right now, if I had to pick a first out, I think I'd pick Plain Jane. Really? I think, yeah, I, I think go, coming for Katya, like, in your whole meet the queens thing is a is a bold move and i don't know if it landed i mean i think she looks good um i like that this take on the promo um i she's not my favorite uh and she wasn't before all of this ha- discourse happened uh i think i could see like a, a midway thing but she could also like surprise surprise me i don't know at the very least like for 24 like she's very confident in her drag and like you know she looks good, so I guess we'll see. I mean, I love this look. It's really, like, express yourself Madonna. Like, you can see yeah. the Russian, like, Soviet influence fashion. I am going to give her a close case because I actually really do like this promo. Um, but I, I just want more. Yeah, close case as well. Same, same opinion there. Up next, we have someone I'm very excited for. It is Plasma. She's from New York City, and she is the resident theater vintage queen. Did you know of Plasma? I did not know of Plasma, um, but after her Meet the Queens, I am excited to see her uh, because I feel like she's giving a little bit of, like, Delulu energy, and I feel like that always <laughs> that always makes for good TV. Like, she's a little Delulu, but I, I love that. <laughs> she definitely gives me, like, she's a drag character. Like, I feel like she puts this drag on and she becomes Plasma. Yes. Uh, that being said, I this look is not my favorite. <laughs> are we diverging? Are we? Are we gonna? <laughs> <laughs> we are diverging. Hmm. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Oh man, I I like her. I just 
I feel like I lose her in the look. I don't know. I feel like I just, I sort of, I feel like the look sort of swallows her up a little bit. I don't know. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I feel like I lose her. That's my main thing. Okay, I love this look. One of my favorites, <laughs> actually. I love that she managed to make her vintage aesthetic fit this theme and also made it feel like futuristic at the same time. It really is like retro futurism. Um, yeah. This material is like liquid. It's so cool. And she managed to keep it going on the boot and on, or sorry, not the boot, the shoe and the headpiece. Her makeup is so stunning. Yeah, her Um, makeup's great. Her makeup's great. And her personality, I loved. She's so fun. She's super quirky, I think Mm -hmm. is, is, is my, I don't know, like, I could see her being super, like, you know, excelling at a lot of, like, the performance and comedy challenges, which I'm excited for because I feel like we don't have enough queens who are confident in their abilities to do that kind of stuff, and it makes all the difference when we have queens who do, and even if she's a little, a little Delulu about it, that's okay. Um, I'm excited to see her, like, thrive in those challenges. I don't know if, like, Rue and Michelle are gonna get her just because they, like, you know, have a a track record against theater kids from New York with weaponized BFAs, but I guess we, uh... <laughs> maybe Plasma will break that curse. Also, the name from the fucking, like, she lived next to a Plasma donation center. I was like, girl, what? <laughs> like, um, She gives either really strong second out yeah, or fifth place cut right before the finale. I agree. I could see either of those kind of trajectories They either vibe with her... Or they don't vibe with her at all. Yeah, I feel like it also depends on, like, the order of the challenges. I feel like if the early ones are very performance-heavy, she'll manage to kind of, like, stand out. But, yeah. There are no comedy queens on this season, are there? I'm looking. Oh, I guess Amanda. Amanda, I guess, would be. I guess Amanda, yeah, not really the rest of them. Which is a little concerning, but, you know. I feel like comedy queens also, like, I feel like that... I don't know who was who on season five. Uh, season fifteen was a comedy queen. Like I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I feel like it's almost getting phased out of Drag Race. Yeah. Drag Race U.S. Uh, you I mean U.K. It's all that, but like you know, I feel like that I, kind of archetype like is getting phased out of U.S., which is like, which sucks because in a lot of the time you have to watch like not funny people try to be funny, uh, and it only lands like a fraction of the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's Until they cast Susan, question mark. Yeah. Please cast Susan. God damn it. <laughs> Please. I I would live. I would live. I would live too. I think everybody would. I, I, I have so many thoughts about Susan. <laughs> I love her. I love her dearly. She makes me laugh. What I a, love what her a lovely, so much. What a lovely and chaotic person. <laughs> um, I'm giving Plasma a close case. I'm giving her... I'll give her an open, because I like her. I just don't like this look. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Drag is art. Art is subjective. Just Mm -hmm. keep, you know? Okay, this is Q from Kansas City, Missouri. I like Q. I'm intrigued to see what she she does. Uh, I'm getting very kind of, like, androgynous vibes. I'm getting, like, very, like, almost Isis Couture-like vibes. That's how I feel. Um, that's how I felt when I watched her, like, meet the queens. I like, I feel like I've liked a lot of the queens that have come out of Kansas City. Like, I feel like it's always weird kind of drag a lot of the time. So, yeah, what do you think about Q? I like her aesthetic more than I liked her personality in the Meet the Queens. Like, not that I didn't like her personality. I just didn't get it a lot. Like, I didn't leave 
feeling like I knew her, like some yeah. of these people. But this look, this is my second favorite. I love this look. I, I like the I like this look a lot. It is so detailed. There's like everywhere you look, there's like ten things, but somehow I'm not overwhelmed. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Um, I like that she went with kind of like a different color palette. Um, in the actual like promo image, like she's kind of hanging off like the side railing, and like she looks so cool. Um, she looks super confident. Like this tells me like a lot of like what I need to know about her. I like the use of like the different kind of textiles. Like it's definitely one of my favorite looks for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's another one. I only had four lines of notes. She's apparently loves to fight. Um, and she's a designer and a seamstress. So I'm assuming that she's probably made a lot of this stuff that we're looking at on the season, which is also awesome. I hope she makes it to a design challenge so she can show that off. I do, I'm getting a little bit early out, but I think more like 10th, not like one of the first first out. Yeah, maybe like, uh, I could also see like maybe her having like a, like I could see that, but I could also see like a, a Utica trajectory where it's like a weird queen who like mm-hmm. just vibes their way to the top six and then gets eliminated after doing like very terribly in a comedy challenge. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I, I think one thing, one thing that really helped Utica on that season is that she was the only weird one. Like no one else was really doing what she did, but on this season... I feel like Dawn kind of fits that mold. I feel like Megami could fit that mold. Q could fit that mold. So I feel like not all of them are going to make it to the end. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this look a cold case. I, I, I like... Not cold. Closed. Oh my god. Closed. <laughs> I like this look. Yeah. Total closed case. Yeah. Um, next up, we have one of my favorites. Safira Cristal. If, if Nymphia isn't winning this season... It will be Safira. I same thought, same exact thought. I love her. I love Safira. I love this look. I love. I think her Meet the Queens video was my favorite. Um, I feel like it told you everything you needed to know about her. Uh, she's very seasoned, very professional. It feels like her time. Uh, the mug down, so good. Um, I'm so excited to see her. Yeah. No, she's 34 from Philly, which is, you know, pretty close to me. Um, and she this is her 11th time auditioning. And, you know, that's how, like, I feel like fate really does, like, come into play because, like, she was meant to be here right now. Like, she, I really think, fills kind of a gap on this season with this, like, seasoned, like, she yeah. feels like of this cast, the one going in, like, I'm winning. Like, I already know I'm winning. Yeah. Uh, I love her. You know, it's just a testament to, like, I feel like a lot of the, the, you know, the older, more seasoned queens get discouraged when they don't get cast and, like, these young kids are getting cast. But, like, she proves what can happen when, like, you know, you just keep trying and you and they're going to see something in you eventually. I think Rue and Michelle are going to love her. Oh, yeah. And she has so much. <laughs> we learned so much. She is an opera singer. She has 16 pageant crowns. And she used to compete in UFC tournaments work work i want to see her fight a bit so if things get a little heated in untucked oh get ready bring back the, out. bring back the wrestling challenge from season two. <laughs> literally i'm living for the xylophone look yes it stands out like in the big group shot which i think is cool um this is like one of the lighter green shades that i actually like i like the material um i think it's like kind of like the military theme but it's her own sort of pageanty twist on it. I love the big drag hair. I like the details, like even kind of the little gold like 
lacy things hanging off the side. Uh, it's one complete concept. It doesn't look like it's like a ton of shit thrown on. Um, this is a good promo. Like if I were her and I was like, this is going to be the, the image you see everywhere forever. That's a good one. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could see Janet wearing this in like a music video. Yeah. Um, a lot of these girls threw a lot of shit on and I think she was smart because she had a really kind of out there print and she's letting that be the main focal point and then just has a couple little things. Um, and then an iconic hair. I love the hair. I feel like not every queen can pull off that hair, but she absolutely pulls it off. Uh, she's in my top two. I think it's going to be her and Nymphia, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If no, there's but- any god in this world, please. <laughs> she's making finale 1,000%. I would be shocked if she didn't. Imagine if she's, like, first out. Well, what now? <laughs> I will. I will personally fucking, like, show up at RuPaul's door and be like, do this again. Do this differently. Yeah. yeah. You've made a grave mistake, Mr. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> um, close case. Close case. Absolutely. Okay. Noodles I'm really just said in- close case, too. Yes. Work noodles. Um, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this look for this next <laughs> one. Um, Miss Tsunami Muse uh, from New York City uh, in the Muse family. What, what are your thoughts on Tsunami? She's another one where... What she's explaining her drag to be, I'm not necessarily seeing here. Because she said that she loves to give 90 supermodels. She worked in the fashion industry for like 10 years. So that's really where she gets her drag inspiration from. Um, and she also said she has a big personality. And none of those things I got from what we've seen so far. This is, it's camp. It's camp boots, but legit camp boots. I don't know how to feel. I don't I don't know how to feel. Okay, I feel like this has been the most polarizing promo look of all of them. Yeah. I, okay, I like the idea. I think the silhouette is very cool. Um, what I think throws it off for me is the shade of green of, like, this whole, like, pants getup with the top green that she used for, like, the top part. It doesn't work for me. I wish, like, the top was black or, like, the pants were the same color as the top or something. Like, I just feel like the way the greens were put together... Like, I don't have a problem with the silhouette. I have an issue with, like, the colors and the textiles that were, like, used here, uh, I think, is my problem. (laughs) I will always appreciate a big swing, and and this was 1,000% a big swing. Part of me thinks maybe if she had, like, a huge hair it might have actually worked better to kind of like balance the look a little bit more because there's like it's very subdued up top and then these like gigantic fucking pants um i do love how she's wearing her hair as like a sash um yes and her mug her mug is stunning so good so all the girls have really good makeup this season i feel like yeah Speaking of makeup, have you seen have you seen Melinda Virgo on Canada season four? Yes. Um, okay. I love Melinda. I love. Okay. Her. I love her. I think she makes great TV. I just when you said like we were talking about makeup, and I was like, that that's just the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> Melinda anyway. Virgo, she paints on <laughs> a weird chin, in in like without makeup, her chin I never notice. When she puts on drag, that's all I can look at. I don't get it. Like, I almost don't. I can't calculate, like, what has gone wrong with it. It's crazy. 
It's like the most like stupefying mug I've ever seen. And I'm not even like a makeup guru or anything, but like. How did no one tell her? It is so perplexing to me. Everything about that season is so perplexing to me, but that is a topic it's, for another it's day. so good. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I think this outfit was a yeah, I appreciate the big risk. It's definitely memorable. I just I agree with what you said. It's not super balanced. Your eye goes right to the pants and like kind of to nothing else. Yeah, it needs a little bit of editing, I think. Yeah, I'm going to give her an open case because just the fact that she would do something like this is exciting. She's willing to, like, take a risk. Um, I just, I need more from her in personality and in looks. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give her an open case as well because I feel like she has potential. And well, I and like I also eyes. feel like she's at a disadvantage being the last one in the Meet the Queens because yeah. by, the, by the last one, you're like, okay, like, can we get this over with? Yeah. Um, so unless she's like really like big and animated, like it's gonna be a, a snooze fest because you've been you've sat through thirteen of these. Yeah, I agree. But I'm excited to see her. I'm excited to see all these girls. It'll be good. <laughs> I am too. Um, if you had to guess who the first out is, what is your guess? Oh damn. Um. Oh my god, that's so hard. I think I'm gonna go. Mar- no, I'm gonna go Hershey. I'm gonna go Hershey. I think. Yeah. I could see that. I'm gonna stick with Plain Jane. Plain Jane. Okay. Okay. What right now? I mean, I guess we can look back at this at the end of the season. What is the top four? What is your best guess? My best guess at the top four is Nymphia, Safira. Morphine and Dawn. I'm gonna say Geneva, Morphine, Nymphia, and Safira. So we're we're pretty set on three of the four, and it's the last one that's yeah. I could see Geneva being like a sixth placer, but like oh, she's just so good. Like I think she's gonna make great TV. I'm just excited for her, so I hope she makes it. Yeah. I guess we'll... I'm excited to see. my Again, my Dragula predictions were, were dog shit, so I'm hoping I'm not cursing all these girls. Like My UK5 predictions, I thought the tops were going to be Ginger Johnson, which was right, um, and then Vicky Vivacious, Caramel, and... Oh, Alexa St. Pete. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. We're just not good at predictions, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess, like, I've never had to really predict before because I already I just look at the spoilers and move on with my life. So it's going to be interesting, like, how wrong I could be. I think I think it's funny because I feel like we're both, like, and most people are, like, in no reality is Nymphia, like, going to even be eliminated. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's just funny how some things are so universal, you know? Mm-hmm. Looking at the poll that I put up, which at this point has, okay, like, over 1,200 votes. Dawn and Nymphia have the highest scores for their promo. Uh, Nymphia has 98. Dawn has 96. Interesting. And then for the lowest, it is Hershey. 28% closed, 72% cold. That is, like, by far the worst. And then Megami, who has 57% cold case. So... Tragic. We agreed Tragic. with one. We agreed with one, but not the other. I would say, yeah, if I had to pick, like, a 
my least favorite of these looks, it would be Hershey. Yeah, I agree. Y'all are sleeping on Megami, goddamn. You don't get it. You don't get the vision. Yeah, so I'm excited for this season. I think it's going to be really good. I think even just having two less girls and the full 90 minutes, like, we're already off to a better start. We're winning. We're eating. And I, I am optimistic, which I never am. Because the show has disappointed me and let me down so many goddamn times. But I'm <laughs> feeling good for once. We'll see how long it takes me to get pissed off. And you have a whole season where you get to listen to me be pissed off at this show. Lucky you. I think it's going to be iconic. I think it's going to be amazing. And if anyone's going to call the shit out, it will be me and you. No, literally. So. <laughs> like, they're not ready. They're... <laughs> Pit stop who? Wow, if you hated us before, you're going to hate us even more now. I literally, like, ever, like I feel like people sometimes say they're like, they should invite the Drag Race YouTubers for, like, uh, the makeover of, like, every day we sh- stray further from that dream ever happening. Literally. Like, but what are we going to do? They you probably know? have a bug on my house at this point. <laughs> We're on a list. <laughs> no, literally, we are on many lists. We're on a definitely some lists they they definitely hate watch us which is fine there's like an intern that just watches mine and your videos and like jots down oh they caught on to this oh they caught on i mean like they get all their ideas from reddit so like yeah literally true. all of their ideas from all stars came from reddit i'm not shitting you they they all have all of them like the twist on canada four reddit <laughs> literally yeah. like reddit gives them all of their ideas it's so funny yeah um, so yeah, you're gonna get a whole season of me and Kayla, and probably a couple guests. Hell yeah. And uh, we're gonna come back for episode one, and we'll see how this fucking goes. Also coming out soon, whenever the promo drops, will be, um, a companion series of Rigged Recap that will go on at the same time, because there can't be, you know, just one season of Drag Race airing at a time. UK versus The World 2, where I'll be joined by Black Boy, and we're gonna break down all of the seasons. If anyone's going to teach me about these international queens I've never seen before, it'll be Matthew. You you, uh, you could not pick a better guest. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll actually watch like UK vs. the World as it's airing this time and you can have me on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the multiverses will collide and we'll, all three of us will do something. Oh god, I think we would break the internet. I really do. I've mm. never talked to Black Boy. I've never, I've never talked to him. So Really? <laughs> yeah, we follow each other, but I don't think we've ever like, sp- like spoken one-on-one so maybe that'll happen he's like the one because there's all these like meetups like with jack and you and everyone matthew's the only one i actually met up with and we watch scream in my living room that's i love that well one day i'm gonna come to cleveland and and... i'll come to new york city because i want to i'll come visit hell's kitchen and we'll see we'll see what fucking happens yes oh my god we'll collab irl it'll be so exciting um so that is all for this episode catch us in a couple weeks where the first episode will premiere and we will talk some shit on it. And until then, you can catch us online at Dry Detective and... Kayla underscore says underscores YT. Come follow me on Twitter and I'll talk some shit. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, but I won't be there, so He it's won't fine. be there. He'll be on Instagram, which is better. A Marginally better, better. Marginally, yes. Marginally. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you so much. And we cannot wait for the season. So we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.